And now, an Envision Financial podcast with Luke Smith on Canberra's 2CC. Well, it's about uh, 23 minutes to five. Now it's a Friday afternoon. It's time to check our finances with none other than Luke Smith from Envision Financial. Good afternoon. Today, we're going to talk about reducing our working hours by starting a pension. Now, mm. I presume a lot of people just assume that when you start a pension, you stop working altogether. But apparently, that's not the case. Well, I guess the answer really is it depends. What do you want to do? Um, and this one really has been coming up a little bit and it comes out of the following conversations. I really like my job. I just don't like it this many hours a week. Or I'm thinking about a career change. If I could have a day a week that I could focus on that but keep my cash flow the same, that'd be great. How do I do that? So today's conversation is about understanding the transition to retirement pension rules and identifying where you may be able to use them to your advantage. And not just to reduce your work hours, but also then to potentially say, one, I don't wanna do as much work as I do, but I wanna keep my income the same. Two, I wanna consider other options or maybe potentially be self-employed or go contracting one day a week or have a complete career change and find yourself some time to do it. Again, without affecting what's coming in from a salary perspective, or a total income perspective. Or three, I'm gonna use a pension out of super to fund deductible super contributions, but I'll keep working five days a week. So I want people to understand that the word pension simply means taking money out of super, not fortnightly, because you can have an annual pension payment, which is once a year, and use that money to offset the mortgage on your home. Could be a great way to lower interest costs in a rising interest rate environment. So. Transition to retirement pensions are not just to say, hey, I'd love to do four days a week, a nine-day fortnight, or whatever it is that floats your boat. It's about identifying multiple strategies that could be taken advantage of, and then what are our rules around those pensions? But, of course, the four-day week is one of the things you can do with this, isn't it? Oh, 100%. It's one of the reasons why people might find it very attractive. Yes, very much so. It's one of the key drivers, especially... You know, when we talk about transition, I'm, I'm making the general assumption that you're over 60 because yep. that's where maximum tax efficiency is attained because any money out of super over 60 is tax-free. So you're not paying any additional tax to access some of your accumulated super. And there are some very specific rules that you need to keep in mind that we'll touch on in a sec. But knowing about this coming into July can be beneficial because of some of the buy products of starting a pension, you need to be aware of some of the pros and cons. And we can do that now with plenty of time leading into a new financial year, only only days away. Okay, so when we ask the question about how can I reduce my work hours by uh, starting a pension, it's not just about reducing the work hours, you might have other goals, including, as you said, you might want to offset your mortgage, for example, there are various different ways you can make use of these provisions. Yep. Uh, But, you know, obviously, there are rules, and there are things to keep in mind. So what do people need to know? Yeah, so a transition to retirement allows you to access your superannuation on a limited basis as an income stream without having to retire. So you must be at your preservation age for super. So you must be over the age that you can access it. Okay. Um, You also then need to be able to draw it as an income stream. Now by income stream, I don't mean fortnightly. A lot of people- Or it can be if you want it to be. It can be provided your super fund allows it. But I find a lot of people- um, because of the defined benefits in Canberra, they, they jump to a fortnightly payment. They think Centrelink, they think CSS or PSS. 
when actual fact a pension is just the, the act of starting an income stream and taking money out of super. So you could go to your fund and say, right, I'd like to start a transition to retirement income stream and there's specific paperwork that you need to complete. You also need to then be able to say, how much am I going to take? Now, in relation to what you take, it's important to consider or keep in mind that you must take between 4% and 10%, 4% being the assumption that you're under 65, okay, and 10% being the maximum. Mm-hmm. So if I've got $500,000 in super, on the 1st of July, I can go to my fund and say, I'd like to start a transition to retirement pension and I would like $50,000 paid as soon as possible. And they will do that. Where it becomes strategically beneficial, we can say, I have an offset account on my home. I'd love to reduce the interest cost that I'm incurring because of rising interest rates. And you might see for your own purposes, and again, it's not better or worse, it's what do you want to do? Your priority might be to get rid of your mortgage. So if you could use the transition to retirement legislation, if you have a pension now, you might say, give me 50 in June. Give me another 50 in July. And you've had two years of transition to retirement money in the space of six weeks. So that's a very good way of reducing or building up your offset account to reduce interest costs. Another benefit for this is to say, okay, well, I don't want to work Fridays anymore. What does that cost me? Okay, if I forego that and I'm on 100 grand, that might cost me $20,000 of income. All right, well, if I take $20,000 of pension out of my transition to retirement income stream, my cash flow can remain the same or similar. I'm doing four days a week and I can go fishing. Now, if you don't like fishing, you might say, I'd really like to be able to be amazingly good at blowing up balloons and making animals. Mm-hmm. And if that's your dream... Balloon you can, twisters. Balloon twisters. You can become a balloon twister on a Friday and then go out and do kids' parties on a Saturday and a Sunday. Whatever floats your boat, it's the value of your time and ways to maintain your cash flow whilst accessing your super on a limited basis because you have not retired fully from the workforce. So to recap some of those points, uh, you can take out the full year's pension all in one go if you wish, or you can take it out monthly or fortnightly or whatever your fund will allow you to take. Spot on. So that's that's good to know. And, of course, you need to be old enough to access your super. Correct. So you're above your preservation age and you need to be above 60 so you get the money tax-free. Exactly right. And that, that that will give you the best bang for your buck. Another little thing that people need to keep in mind here is if you're going to start a pension with all of your account, you will need another one to receive your employer contributions from work. So if you, in that example, if you had 500000 you might keep five grand in the super fund, move over four ninety five, and start a pension. Because if you haven't quit... We need to keep in mind that work is still paying us. Yeah. So you can't add money to a pension once it's commenced. Right. So you'll need a, a, a you'll need two accounts. One will be super, and one will be the pension that you commence. So that if you want to keep salary sacrificing, or if you want to take out that money as a pension and put it straight back into the super fund, and claim a tax deduction up to the the, the legislated limits, you can do that as well. So. There are a lot of benefits of taking advantage Mm. of this strategy. The reason I want to bring it to people's attention now is if you start it later in the year, let's say you got halfway through the year and you started a pension and you're in a retail fund, 
you will you will get a prorated amount of that annual figure. Okay, so if your full pension was ten thousand dollars and you started halfway through the year, if you started halfway through the year in a retail fund, they will pay you from when you start it to the end, which will be a prorated fifty percent amount that you can get. Starting it now in July will ensure that if you are going to take it as a regular payment, you get that full year's value. Now, you can always take the maximum, but you may not need the maximum. So again, we're talking about it now so that people can get prepared and consider with their boss Mm. what they want to do because every time someone comes in and says, oh, I'd love to go four days, well, here's a way you could do it. You're now weighing up the value of your time and using the resources that you have, which is super, to, to spend some time doing other stuff. So how do you get started? What do you do to make this happen? So I'd reach out to the fund and say, look, um, do you offer it? Because, again, a fund doesn't have to offer transitions retirement. Now, it is widely offered. Um, it's a bit like brakes on a car. <laughs> sort of surprising <laughs> if you can't do it. Um, with that said, you can't do it in the PSS. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the, the way that that fund is structured, you can't take advantage of this. You can in the CSS. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can't do it in the PSS for, for all those defined benefit listeners. Um, you need to complete the paperwork with your fund. So you'll need to go to the fund and say, right, give me the paperwork. You need to give them when you want to start it, how much you want, the frequency that you want the payment made, the bank account that you want to receive it in, and then also then think about what are you going to do to fund it? Do you have the money in your cash account of your super fund? What assets are you going to sell to prepare for it? What are the rules that the fund will apply when it comes to selling down assets if they need to, to make that regular payment to you. So there's a little bit of thinking that needs to go on in the background. Um, If you've got a self-managed super fund, make sure you've done the appropriate minutes and you've written to yourself and said, hey, myself, can myself have a pension? As silly as that sounds, that's that's how self-managed super funds roll. Um, And get all of your paperwork in line there in conjunction with your accountant. Kick it off make your pension payment at a frequency that suits you. Remember to keep another fund open. If you are going to start a pension with your entire balance, you'll need another fund for employer or salary sacrifice contribution. So be aware that you will run two accounts, which again, isn't a bad thing. Um, And then use the frequency of payment to align your objectives with your cash flow. Do I want to offset the house? Do I want to make a super contribution? Do I want to work four days a week and get a pension that would replicate my salary payment? Yeah. Everybody has a little a little tweak and some 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 touches there that make it uniquely themselves, and that's what people need to keep in mind. Indeed. Luke Smith from Envision Financial is with me in the studio. Today we're talking about reducing your working hours by taking a pension from your superannuation, but it's not just reducing your working hours. There are other benefits that you might wish to apply as well. We'll be back with more in just a moment. Seven minutes to five. It's a Friday afternoon, and Luke Smith from Envision Financial is with me in the studio. Today we're talking about reducing your working hours or maybe achieving other things by starting a transition to retirement retirement pension. So Mm. Luke, I guess we've reached that point where I have to ask you, what are the key things to remember about this? Well, first of all, we must take between 4 and 10%, assuming that you're under age 65. If you're over 65, then it's an account-based pension and this this is completely irrelevant for you. So if you're under 65 and doing this, you must take a minimum of 4 or a maximum of 10 or anywhere in between that suits your situation. Okay, You can pick the, the pension frequency that suits you. You want it fortnightly and your fund provides it, fortnightly, monthly, semi-annual, annual. Don't assume that pension means fortnightly because 
they're of huge strategic benefits that we touched on before the ad break that you may not have considered that you could use them for. And in light of people's rising cash flow costs, this could be a way to lessen the pressure if it's appropriate for you. If you do start a pension, remember you may need to keep a small amount in accumulation phase or in call it super phase uh, because you can't add employer and salary sacrifice contributions to a commenced pension. So remember that you will need to run two funds and that's, that's again, not a bad thing. Um, if you're over 60 and you pull the income out, it is tax-free. So you're not going to incur unnecessary tax in doing so, but it may allow you to then reduce your work hours, reduce some non-deductible debt, buy you a day a week or fund deductible contributions, which could give you further tax deductions that you may not have thought of. So there are a range of benefits for considering this legislation and by starting it at the, the beginning of the financial year, you've got as much flexibility and control over what you take out where you don't need the maximum. So keep a few of those things in mind because you may be able to make, if you're in pension phase now, you'd be doing well to start one at the moment, but you could take the max out before the end of June if you can get the admin done. And then the max out in July, you could, you know, on a, on a five, $600,000 super fund, you could bore a hole in 50 to $60,000 of your mortgage in the next six weeks. So mm. it's really, really powerful and I want people to be aware of it because we hear more often than not that things are expensive um, and this is a way of one, helping you achieve your objectives and two, helping you try and manage your cash flow and your personal situation going forwards. And of course, it may not be to reduce your working hours. You might be using the money to, as you've said, offset your mortgage or mm. you might be using the money uh, for other purposes uh, such as, um, oh, I don't know, you might want to uh, do some renovations or something. I don't oh, know. look, exactly. I think it's a great way of, and that's why the legislation says it's transition to retirement. Yeah. So you haven't met a condition of release. You haven't put your hand up and said, I quit, but you'd really like that buffer. You can also still do five days. Yeah. And use that money to pay for a pagola. Yeah. Great. You know, I just want people to have an open mind here because as, as you're only limited by your own creativity. But I want people to know about it because so many assume, oh, I can't, I haven't quit. And those assumptions, are, they're, they're, they're killing people mm. strategically. So, you know, use it to your advantage. Consider your options and make the most of the legislation. And one of those options is I believe you can just put the money back into super. Exactly right. Up to concessional limits, you could actually, as silly as it sounds, pay out a pension, put it into the fund that you've just left open, claim 100% of that money as a tax deduction up to the, the concessional limits and lower your taxable income. So it's it's a win-win on all fronts. Uh, yeah, lots of exciting <laughs> possibilities. Luke, where can listeners get more information? Yeah, look, uh, office number 6260-4749. We've got envisionfinancial.com.au on the internet. We've got the podcast, The Strategy Stacker Luke Talks Money on iTunes and Spotify. We've got the YouTube channel Envision Financial Canberra where we've got all of the shows you can watch it on your phone and for those that do actually like a read it's all in Smart Money Strategy Your Ultimate Guide to Financial Planning it'll be in the pension section of the book and it'll give you the do's, the don'ts, the how's, the when's and all of those strategic considerations to see if it's worth you doing and if it fits in with your broader objectives Fantastic and that's available at all good bookstores Luke, thank you very much and we'll catch you again next Friday See you next week Luke Smith from Envision Financial back again next week and news is next.